Side Hustle podcast preview is being brought to you by Gainesville Harley-Davidson. The open road is calling and Gainesville Harley-Davidson is answering. Their experienced and knowledgeable team can help you find your piece of two or three-wheeled freedom. Take a free test ride and get all of your questions answered. Visit their showroom today, just off Northwest 39th Avenue and I-75 in Gainesville. You can also check out all of their inventory at GainesvilleHarley.com. And if you have questions, don't hesitate to give them a call at 352-331-6363. At Gainesville Harley, you're not just any rider, you're family. Thank you, Gainesville Harley, for all of your support. I always say, if it's time for you to upgrade your scooter to a motorcycle, visit our friends at Gainesville Harley Davidson. There you go. I appreciate you guys. Keep on doing you. And uh, you guys, on Monday, we talk about hiring team members with Jason Carr, franchise owner of Express Employment Professionals of Gainesville. Jason, what did you think of our recording tonight, man? That was awesome. Had a great time. I think we covered some really, you know, interesting topics and like uh, had some some tidbits. I think that employers will be able to, you know, pick up on and kind of reevaluate the way they're doing hiring and hopefully help. I feel like the tides have turned. They have turned. <laughs> the the potential employee, your p- potential team members are in the driver's seat. You guys, it was a super interesting conversation. You're going to get a lot out of it. Uh, I have a quick question for you, Jason. As a recruiter, have you ever been recruited? <laughs> like, you know, as a, as a company ever said, yo, sure. come, come work for us, man. Come work yeah, for us. Yeah, it, it's... Try uh, to pull you out of it's this. It's funny because I still will get people reaching out over LinkedIn and, you know, hey, you know, are you interested in looking at new opportunities? I'm like, well, I own the business. So at this <laughs> point, I'm kind of locked in. But sure, when I was working uh, for our Ocala Express franchise, before I was a business owner, uh, I got recruited by Coke. I got recruited, funny enough, by Lowe's for an HR position after I had left Lowe's. Uh, it, it's not unusual for recruiters to get, you know, contacts via LinkedIn on a regular basis. And they're still trying to recruit my office uh, manager, my younger brother, Steven. Uh, he gets emails emails all the time and I'm like you can't take him he's my business partner and my brother and I will beat him down if he tries to leave anywhere and I don't want him asking for a raise so lowball offers only please (laughs) Uh, that's awesome you guys you're in for a great discussion it comes out Monday at 8 a.m. here's a little preview of what you have to look forward to Finding a good employee right now is like finding a house under two hundred thousand. You know, I talk to <laughs> talk to realtors. It's you know, it seems like it's impossible. The reason it seems like that is because the good employees are already working. So there's two different types of job seekers. There's active and passive job seekers. Active job seekers are on Indeed. They're on LinkedIn. Um, you know, they're on quite Career Builder and Monster. It used to be. They're on Facebook. Um, and, and they're actively looking for work. Uh, now, some of those people actually want a great job and they're going to make great employees. Some of those people are looking to fulfill their unemployment requirements. Uh, some of those people aren't even applying for themselves. It's their wife. It's their mom. It's their grandma that's filling out the job applications. It's one of the reasons mm-hmm. that in my business, we're seeing the lowest uh, um, interview attendance rate that we yeah. have seen since we opened. I think if we had to look at year to date, we'd probably be at about 65% of the people that we sh- we schedule for interviews actually show up. So one third of the people we engage with on the phone or online are getting an interview scheduled, but not showing up for that interview. And is that because they're just trying to take advantage of the unemployment stuff that's happening right now, or is it's, that not the it's case? It's possible. Um, I, I, what, I, what I think is happening is that 
people are scared to audition. They're scared to go into an environment that's foreign to them. They're scared to uh, have to sell themselves because we're not preparing kids in high school for interviews. We're not preparing them to write resumes. I mean, I'm dealing with college grads that are just scared to death to show up for an interview. How are they going to judge me? Am I going to say the wrong thing? What do I wear? You know, how do I write a resume? You know, is my is my internship in the right industry? I don't have an internship. Am I doomed? Well, how are they ever going to get a job if they don't interview? I know, (laughs) but like we have to figure out a way. And so I'm telling my staff, look, this is a sales job now. This isn't recruiting. This is sales. If you're going to sell a scooter, you have to sell new scooters for less to job seekers. Look, you have to work here. Anywhere else you work is going to be a worse decision than working here. And here's why. Here's my value proposition. Here's why, you know, we're the best place to work in the community. And you have to do that before you even get them in the door. Like when you're talking to them the first time on the phone, if you're not excited about your company, they're not going to be either. And so I'm coaching my staff. Look, hey, you know, we got your application. Thanks for filling that out. We have an opening tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. You know, here's our address. We'll email you an appointment confirmation we'll look forward to seeing you click and then we're getting one third of those people we engage with not showing up so it's like you you queued in the show today you're excited you're doing something you're passionate about we need to convey that through the phone and we need to make it easy for employees to engage with the decision maker that's going to make the hiring decision so you know when i'm telling my clients the more steps you have between the final decision maker and the job seeker, the less likely you are to successfully onboard that person. So if your interview process is 13 steps long, you're going to do a personality profile, you're going to do, you know, reference checks, drug screen, background check, there's nothing wrong with all that stuff. They're going to interview with, you know, three different managers, they're going to do a panel interview, they're going to do a style, a cultural survey analysis. There's no way, you're going to lose them. They're They're not going to go through all that. Because Joe Blow down the street is saying, hey, buddy, you got a great resume show up to work on monday and you're hired and we'll just see how it goes and so what i'm encouraging my clients lean on that probationary period whether you use an agency like ours where you can onboard people through our service and remove the risk of workers comp and unemployment and make turnover really easy make replacing candidates easy whether you use us or not lean on that 90-day probation period try someone out give them the benefit of the doubt if they don't work out, that's going to happen. But you got to remove as many obstacles as possible from between you and the final decision maker. So we work with a lot of manufacturing clients. And most people think the HR person is the one that pulls the trigger on makes the hiring decision, right? It isn't. It's usually a middle manager that's on the production floor is the last person they're going to talk to, actually shows them what the job is that they're going to do. And then tells the HR manager, hey, I like this guy or girl. Let's go ahead and get them started. Why is that the 13th step in the process instead of like the second or third? Why aren't we getting middle manager Joe involved on the front end of the hiring process? Because in those two or three weeks that you're taking to onboard 
that new employee, he's getting three or four job offers from your competition. So we're seeing a lot of um, a, a lot of bureaucracy interfering with, especially the bigger companies, um, because they're so scared of getting sued. They need to have 13 steps between them and a hiring decision. So if they make a negative hiring decision, they've got all these causes for that. And you know, I'm not an employment attorney, so you know, there's there's good things about that. There's bad things about that. One of the bad things is you're putting distance between yourself and the job seeker, and they it's a very impersonal engagement engagement process. And you really want to personalize it for the job seeker. You really want to be excited about what you do and convey that to them and make it as easy as possible for them to get a job. There it is, podcast fam. Be sure to check out the entire episode when it releases Monday at 8 a.m. If you want to get notified when that episode drops, text WHOAGNV to 484848, and I'll send you a text and let you know when that episode has released. A lot of challenges in hiring right now, and this is the episode to get you right back on track. So definitely tune in Monday at 8 a.m. Have a great weekend. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye.